0: Hello and welcome to The Trials, the system playtest actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Trial of Cold Steel Wardens. Cold Steel Wardens is a superhero RPG that was written by A.P. Klauske, who is a local designer here near Cincinnati, Ohio. I met A.P. or Andy at the CincyCon convention earlier this year when I demoed his game And I really liked it. So I asked him to come onto the show and give it a run for a trial. And he graciously agreed. And that is what you are listening to now. So the game Cold Steel Wardens, again, is a superhero RPG. It tries to emulate the Iron Age of comics, which is generally a little bit lower powered than what you may be used to with the sudden influx of crazy uh, superhero movies. It has a very Watchmen sort of feel to it, at least I think so. Uh, For this game, we have myself playing Sawbones, who is a police recruit washout turned EMT and private detective who got his abilities to phase during a car accident that killed his partner. He's a bit of a burnout and doesn't really trust the police force that much. You have uh, your favorite co-host and mine, the Caleb G, playing Kadia, who is an ex-gang member. Uh, he is uh, the Hawkeye of the group or the Arrow of the group that he doesn't actually have any superpowers, but uh, he is very, very good at fighting. We also have Rowit from com, who is joining us. He is part of our network, and he is playing Ambush, who is a college student slash wannabe model who has the ability to teleport. And then finally, we had friend of the show and patron, Jason, who is playing Camshaft, who is a high-level scientist with a cybernetic arm. Now, in the first episode, we did a rules discussion and rules overview, and then we got into the game. In our previous episode, our investigation came to a bit of a dead end after we left Sensodyne with no real actionable information, at least none that we realized. So after hitting up a 7-Eleven and getting a pack of smokes and a couple you hoos we decided to call it a night and regroup the next morning. And that is where we leave off that episode. So we pick up here the next morning as we have refreshed ourselves to begin the investigation anew. So here is The Trial of Cold Steel Wardens, episode number three. Awesome. So I'll drop the kids off at the local Denny's. I'll uh, take a puff of cigarette. And I'll flip it at one of them, and then I'll drive away. All right. All right. So splitting up for the evening.
1: Um, everyone getting to some degree of sleep. Um, presuming next day, camshaft, you're probably off, off at your uh, off at your lab, uh, working on different projects. Sawbones probably sawing logs. <laughs> Kadia working whatever you know menial job you're doing and
0: ambush, ambush at the university. She's having sex on a giant pile of money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that rich yet. Getting there, but... Working I, on it. I guess since Actually, I'm at the university, I can do research while I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I'll be... I, I don't know if my traumatized ability kicks in when I see a picture of one of these giant hornets.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, So who's doing what throughout the day, then? I know, um, Ambush, you're waiting on a phone call. Yep. Anyone else doing things?
0: Not really my area of expertise in researching, so I would leave that probably to Camshaft.
3: Sure. Okay. Well, I think one thing I would do is uh, program my spider surveillance drone to be on the lookout Mm -hmm. for small to absurdly large insects. Um, okay. and sort of <laughs> calibrate it to look here, listen for buzzing noises, that sort of thing. So in case we okay. get attacked by a mob, um, if you're gonna take ta- if
1: you're gonna take your day and 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 focus on that, uh, we'll we'll call that a global plus two when whenever your drone is looking for bees Sounds
3: of good. various
1: sorts. So, uh, so just plus two for bees. <laughs> yay! Yay! Random bonuses. Yay! Bees. <laughs> so. All right. Around a uh, little before noon, ambush. You get a you get a ring. Uh, it's Sergeant Dunahoe. I think I got a lead on your guy.
2: Appreciate that, Sergeant. What do you have?
1: Uh, he he's living in an apartment over in Gray's Park. It's uh, Oak Park Crossing, one of the two big high rises there. He lives on the seventh floor. Uh, looks like uh, seven forty three is uh, his apartment. 7.43. Yep. But, yeah, you have a location. Uh, you guys know Gray's Park is... Gray's Park's one of the two maybe better-off areas of New And North Arlington uh, is kind of where the Richie Riches live. Uh, Gray's Park is kind of the university district, both uh, Miyataka State University and, um, and Adams College. Adams College is where... Uh, where Ambush uh, is uh, going to school. Both of those colleges are located in Grays Park, and it's a little more upscale. It's a little better off. Peop, uh, you know, College kids spending mummy and daddy's money. So you got the information from Dunahoe. Anything you want to ask him, Ambush, before I switch back to Sawbones?
2: i uh, not ask, but I will mention to him, we might have a lead on some illegal activities involving non-local animals. Let me get some more details, and I'll send them over to you. Do Hopefully I look you'll be like able to fish speak. and wildlife to you? No, but it looks like it might be a good arrest. a collar for your records.
1: We'll look into it, maybe,
2: if I can get out from under my paperwork. I'll send you details shortly.
0: All right. I actually did think of something that uh, I would want to do while this is going on, too, is I would check with the medical examiners and the coroner's for any bee or sting-related deaths in in the last few weeks. Ooh,
1: intriguing. Uh,
0: Go ahead, give me canvas there, Sawbones,
1: if you're going to go ask people, because that's the asking people skill.
0: I got a respectable seven.
1: There was one, and he was treated and let go. It was a security guard uh, for uh, the Jolly Roger Candy Company had must've stumbled into a nest or something and uh, a bunch of stings.
0: Interesting. All right. I'll, uh, I'll share a cigarette with whoever it was that, uh, gave me that information. And then,
1: uh, yeah, that was Jerry. She's all right. All
0: right. And then I'll go to a public library cause I don't have a smartphone and I will look up <laughs> the Jolly Jolly Roger candy factory to see where it's located. If it's nearby, um, any of the places that we know about.
1: Sure. Go ahead. Give me historical. Five. Interwebbing is not your strong suit.
0: No. No. I, I keep you know getting the candy factory. I keep getting the backslashes and the forward slashes mixed up and then I don't understand why mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere. That I got some stupid four oh three error. So that's why I have a pager and a Blackberry.
1: Got frustrated, gave up, oh well. Yeah.
0: But once I meet back up with the rest of the crew, I'll let them know about this as well.
1: Keep in mind, you can always reroll using the using those dice. because so, so, I'm looking here, and it's like you got five dice in historical and and a pretty reasonable intellect. So, if you ever wanted to reroll, it's three dice.
0: Uh, I feel like it'd probably be better just to share that information with uh, Camshaft or Ambush. They probably would be better off at it than me.
2: Fair enough. I will obviously give everyone a call slash page. And when I'm mm-hmm. typing in the pager message, I'll try to remember how pagers work since this is 2015. <laughs> And no one has pagers anymore. (laughs) My character obviously grew up in a time when she knew what pagers were, but never actually got to use one.
0: (laughs) I'm glad I could be there for you.
2: (laughs) How old is your character? It makes me wonder.
0: I think he's like in his 40s. Like He he feels like an oldish man, which I'm almost 40, so I can say that.
2: (laughs) So... Give everyone a call slash page. Yep, so information uh, shared. I'll let them know about Oak Park Cross and let them know that I will meet them there.
4: Are we meeting now or are we waiting till the evening?
2: Yeah, it is definitely like 2 in the afternoon. Oh, that's right. It is (laughs) mid-afternoon. I I kept thinking we're still 2 a.m., but no, no, no. It's 12 hours later. I'll let them know that I might do some early research. Okay. So,
1: uh, so what are we researching then?
2: Uh, well, I'm actually going to head over to the apartment, to the apartment oh. complex, and try to basically scope it out a little bit. I'm assuming you're not in costume, though. No, I'm not going to costume this one. Alrighty. It's not hard to find. It's
1: actually not too far from campus. You're sitting there in one of the one of the lounges, and it's like, oh, it's six blocks that way. One of the one of the big uh, tower high-rise apartments uh, just off of uh, just off of Adams College campus, uh, kind of closer to Miatanka State though, is um, Oak Park Crossing, big high-rise apartment complex. Um, looks like most of the people there are either uh, most of the people living there are either college kids or people who've recently graduated college. It's generally a younger type crowd. Being the fact that it's 2.30 in the afternoon at this point, by the time you walk over there, you you know, there's people going in and out. There's um, mostly around your own age, too.
2: Yeah, or I'd imagine mid-afternoon. Not ridiculously busy right now. No, but, I mean, there's still busy foot traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an active area. What I wanna I want to do two things. First, I want to head up to the seventh floor. Sure by thing. myself
1: uh, there are uh, there are a set of four central elevators that are kind of uh, meant to be in the middle of the building as well as along uh, it branches kind of to the four um, intermediate directions northwest northeast southwest southeast and at the end of each of those hallways there's uh, there's a emergency stairwell that, le- that runs the length of the building top to bottom. Okay. Uh, you go up, and in the northwest side, you can you can see, oh, there's 743. And uh, next to the number, you can see J. Edland. Okay.
2: Going to knock on the door? Uh, sure thing. You go up. No answer. Okay. I want to try... So, again, with my great memory, I'm going to try to get a decent idea of the floor plan. Okay. And then I want to head outside... And see if I can find the window associated with that apartment. Sure thing. Uh, give me,
1: actually, examination. Because you're talking about a really fine detail. I'm going to hope
2: pick out detail helps here from my memory. Yes, absolutely. Like, that's what oh, you're doing. That's what I want to do. I like Obviously, I can get the floor plan in mind, and I want to try to compare it to the outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is awareness... Not shabby at all, nine. Okay.
1: As you're looking up, you can see it looks like first, it's on the seventh floor, it's it's a little out of your teleport range, actually. Sure. Which is uh your teleport range is what, 60, sixty yards? Yep. Yeah. We're talking fifteen feet per floor, so so yeah, it's gonna be just outside of your outside of your range there. It's about yeah, it's be about ten yards outside your range. As you're looking, though, you can see his um, each of the apartments as you go up has a fire escape and a balcony. His and the apartment directly next to him each have a balcony and stairs down lead to a communal fire escape that goes all the way down, zigzags down the building. As you're looking, his back door is open. It, It doesn't look... Like, you're looking at everyone else's back door, and closed, closed, closed. His...
2: Maybe open, maybe broken. Something
1: looks weird there.
2: All right. You said there's a fire escape going up? And yes. I assume this is, like, your typical, like, laced... St- laced, uh... Rickety old wrought iron, you yeah. know. Yep, Something you that it. I could see through, and thus perhaps teleport up? You could do so. So I want to try to, like get a vantage point. Obviously, I want to be hiding in some sort of bush. I'll wait until the crowd, like, thins a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. want to, obviously, teleport in the middle of nothing, or All in the middle right. of the street, but once there's a little opening, I want to teleport as high up onto that, uh, the the, the, uh, the escape, uh, escape ladder as I can, and then make my, make the rest of the way up.
1: Okay, uh, go ahead and give me stealth, as you're trying not to be seen through here. Okay.
2: Does move silently apply?
1: Not really, because, I mean, there's enough street background noise. You're trying not to be seen more than anything. Seven. Seven. Uh, Let's see. Average people on the street. Oh, my. Oh, my. There's sharpshooters in that street. (laughs) Not sharpshooters, but as you, you know, teleport up a couple floors, you know, there's a little kid yeah you know, stepping out of the euro place right across the street and said mommy look and mommy and this kid are pointing at you up on the um, up on the fire escape can
2: i try am i close enough just to disappear to his balcony like, i mean I, you I, would
1: still be in their line of sight if you did that if you would you would be you'd be just going vertically
2: well, well and, my idea is as soon as i get up there i want to just drop like i want to try to teleport and drop prone so basically it looks like I kind of disappear if they don't exactly know where I'm going to.
1: Okay. Um. I tell you what, go ahead and give me another stealth test, but this time at minus two dice, uh, so as as they are actively looking for you at this point.
2: I just get a six then.
1: Uh, did you roll again? I don't get to roll then. Oh, uh, you have no dice to roll. Okay, so it's straight six. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oof, lucky, lucky. All right. As you're... You drop prone, and the kids like, "Where'd she go, Mommy?" And the woman <laughs> looks openly confused, wondering where this girl, who was just on the third floor fire escape went to. You are not not in her not in her line of sight any longer, so that's that's good, as you're laying on that balcony, there are shards of broken glass that you're like laying on top of go oh. ahead, give, go ahead, give me a nerve test." That's one of your vitals. This is straight hits on dice.
2: Three. three.
1: Okay. Uh, you managed to not cut yourself on the broken glass that is all over the fire escape here. But um, very obviously this the back door here has been broken open. And apparently from the
2: inside. So I'm going to wait a few minutes to make mm-hmm. sure that these people either walk away or are no longer looking up. Okay. And then I'm not going to stand up completely but I'm just gonna, like, get into a low crouch and peek in through this back door.
1: Uh, you kinda peek in? Go ahead, give me investigation as you look into his apartment. I love it when people go off by themselves.
2: Nothing bad can happen. Of course not. Pick out details or no? Oh, yes. Very much so. Uh, eight. Uh, it appears there
1: has been a vast struggle here. There are lamps that are knocked over. The coffee table has collapsed. Looks like as if there's been a very large weight on top of it. There's stuff knocked all over the floor. How far in are you going? I'm not going in yet. I'm okay, basically just poking your head, head in. Yeah, that's about all you see. It looks like a one-bedroom apartment, but yeah, stuff scattered all over the floor. Looks like there has
2: been a large struggle here. Can I try to listen specifically to see if uh, I hear anyone still inside? Sure, go ahead. Uh, give me
1: notice for that. And since you're outside, I'm going to take a minus two here as well.
2: Okay. I'm going to say keen hearing probably applies, since that's... That's what you're trying what to do. Doing. That one's great. Well, I mean, seven, but that's as good as I can pretty much get.
1: The, the street noise from down below is kind of drowning out anything you're, you might hear inside.
2: Okay. How tall is this building? Like, how many... Twelve stores? stories. Is there a building across the street?
1: Yeah, there are there are a couple buildings over there. You could probably teleport onto one of those if you needed to.
2: They are, right. they are
1: within your range.
2: So I'm going to bamp to one of those, and sure. I'm going to call up the rest of the party, or I guess call-slash-send messages out. Uh, okay. Along the lines of, uh, checked out Edlin's apartment, someone's broken into it, major struggle. We might want to move up timetables if we can. Or at least keep eyes on this apartment. Okay. Message goes out. Other party members, learn things. Bleh.
3: Bleh.
0: <laughs> Bleh. I'm out a Denny's having like a moons over my hammy. My Pedro just won't stop going off.
3: <laughs> All
1: I want is some pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much for a man to ask for these yeah, days. asking
0: for some fucking syrup for two goddamn hours. <laughs>
1: The waitress is tired of pouring you black coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sir, this is
3: (laughs) non-smoking. I know. What? There's a (laughs) non-smoking? I feel like I've already gone down to the building, but I wouldn't have gone inside, just sort of hanging out in the park. You know, probably Mm -hmm. on the other side of wherever... Uh, or whatever, um.
1: And and Grace Park's a, a pretty, I don't want to say hoppin' district. It's, a, like I said, one well, of the two better-off areas. So there are restaurants, and there's college kids spending mummy and Daddy's money all over the place. And, you know, these big high-rises uh, where they're crammed in. So you're relatively close to the Euro joint that, uh, that uh, Ambush is on top of.
3: Why didn't you wait for us, to Ambush?
2: I, I just wanted to get a look at what was going on. I didn't intend to do anything.
0: Did
3: anybody that see why
2: you? I, uh, I don't know. A kid might have spotted me. It was hard to tell, but I think I got away clean.
3: All right. I didn't notice any ruckus down here, so I think you're probably right.
2: I think it was worth the risk. Uh, it looks like someone broke into that apartment, and that's not a good sign for us.
3: Well, let's wait till everybody else gets here before doing anything else.
1: Okay, so are we converging in Gray's Park then, or what are Kadia and Sawbones up to?
3: Yeah, I'll roll
0: in. So, sort of like a Cheech and Chong video, I'll pull up and there's just smoke rolling out of my vehicle. (laughs) It's menthol, though.
1: Roll down the window. Puff of. (laughs) That's right. Acrid smoke rolls out.
0: (laughs) I'm actually only, like, 22 years old. I just look like I'm 73. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Kids, don't smoke. It's bad for you. Okay.
4: Kadia, are you joining the party? Yeah, I wouldn't really have had much to do during the day up to this point, so he was just sitting around waiting for the call. He'll do like he did earlier. He'll drive over but park a few blocks away and walk over to the meeting spot. He'll have a duffel that has all his actual gear with him, and he will be sporting the accurate and unable-to-be-detected disguise of a ball cap, sunglasses,
2: and a hoodie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. Going for uh, the Unabomber fashion trends
2: here. Um, Man, the... why, is that, why is that hoodie guy look so familiar, but I can't place him in any way? Strange. It's almost as if he has a halo of
1: player characterness. So, collectively, you guys sort of meet up, or at least in the same general vicinity... Uh, it's about by the time you all get there, it's about 4:30 or 5. So it's uh, running a little late in the evening. People are heading home for the uh, for the evening. So and it's still light out. So it's up to you whether you when and where you want to pursue you the rest of the investigation here.
0: Well, since I can go into the apartment and no one will think, or into the building and no one will think that's odd, and then I can face through the door without being seen, I will leave everyone behind and do that.
1: <laughs> sure so thing. you see him enter the building? You see a trench coat clad older fellow enter the building. It's true. We don't know it's him. All
0: right. <laughs> I think the uh, the choo choo train puff <laughs> of smoke and the trench coat would give it away.
2: That's true. Um, you might have recognized your favorite brand of smokes at this point.
0: Well, I kind of think if I remember correctly, my my hero costume is basically like a surgery mask. Like that's all yep. I wear, so it's not hard to pick me out of a crowd.
2: No, not particularly. Yeah, but you think about Superman disappears when he puts glasses on, and (laughs) this, so I imagine you having a surgery mask completely changes who you are.
0: And mine actually has a a hole in it, because I'm always spoken, But I I don't want to lower it, (laughs) so...
1: I always pictured it as you know he smokes like right through the mask, like so when he so after after having three or four cigarettes, there's like a little circle right right in the middle of the mask. Yeah, that's
0: why I get no filters because the mask does that
3: for me. Exactly. <laughs> does my surveillance so, drone fly?
1: No, your surveillance drone's like a little spidery thing that kind of skitters along the ground. It can climb, but that's a long climb for a little you know hand-sized drone. Sawbones just heading on in. You know, there's, you know, the college dude bros down in the down in the lobby planning on hitting the bars on Thirsty Thursday. You walk right past them, head upstairs uh, into into the wing that contains Edlund's apartment. You're standing outside 743 Oak Park Crossing.
0: I will take a second to look around to try to make sure that there's no one that's going to see me. And then I will uh, just phase through the door
1: walking right through the door okay you see uh as you as you come in pretty much uh as i described to ambush earlier where you know this place is a wreck it looks like it looks like there's very obviously been a struggle here the coffee table like i said has collapsed as if someone stood on it or leapt onto it or such and you can go ahead and give me investigation if you want some more details there you can see uh you can see as well into the kitchen you're looking through. It's living room, kitchen, bathroom, and one bedroom. I figure if we do see a
2: chain of sm- a smoke walk in, we'll probably go in a little bit after. Sure thing. Sounds good. Are you going in through the ground floor? Yep, yeah, the the same way. Basically, follow yeah. them up. So
1: ambush doing that. Anyone else?
3: Yeah, I follow.
1: All right. So ambush and camshaft, Kadia. You too, or no?
4: I'm going to stay outside for okay. the sake of keeping an eye on the building and who might be coming in and out of it. Sure thing. Sounds good. Ambush and camshaft, you're
1: about maybe five, maybe ten minutes behind. Probably not ten, more like five minutes behind. Smallbones w- went right through the door. What did we get on that investigation? I got a Nine. Got a nine. Uh, Same sort of deal as before. I have different information based on what you can get. You can get up to 12 with this one if you so choose.
3: It worked out
0: pretty well for us last time. Yeah. You guys okay if I just roll a couple and see what we get?
2: You need three more dice, right? Yeah. Is that what we determined?
0: I would need three successes, but I can roll one at a time and then see where we're at. Okay. I don't
2: see anything wrong with that.
1: So uh, we'll start with the first one. Sure.
0: First one is a success? Mm Mm-hmm. Number 2 is a not a success. Okay. 3 is a success. So now I'm one away from yep. ultimate success. So keep rolling. Yeah. We're already in this. And I succeeded. So yay, so took right. us four so, to get there.
1: Also, uh, I mean you're in a, you're a private eye now. This is your shtick. This is what you do. And you're looking around and you're piecing together the fight and it looks like whoever he was fighting, it was big. Definitely taller than taller than him as you're look, going through it, look, the fight looks like it took place mainly in the living room though it looks like a body was dragged through the kitchen and as you go towards the bedroom you can hear just kind of this low drone doesn't quite sound like the apiary but just you know, just kind of this low pulse as you head towards the bedroom, you can see the, the door has been swung wide open and sprawled half on, half off of the bed is uh, the body of Jeffrey Edlin, which looks like it has been pierced at several different points by something very large and thick. We're talking about yeah, maybe an inch and a half to two inches around.
0: Okay.
1: Other things that particularly pique your interest, as you as you note, in the kitchen... There is what looks like a, is a 10-pound bag of Jim's Club sugar that's been knocked on the floor. Looks like it was obviously spilled, but there's next to no sugar on the floor at all. Also, in the living room, there's a number of financial statements. It looks like his bank statements. Uh, it might take you a little while to go through those. But.
0: All right, well, I got nothing to do, uh, so I'll start going through the bank statements. Okay. You mentioned earlier that I heard... Sort of a low droning sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would want to investigate that a little more closely. Okay,
1: give me, give me notice, and take an extra two dice.
0: Can my keen hearing help me here? Oh yes. What about my crime scene analysis? Oh yes. Eleven.
1: Lovely. Okay. As you, you know, you take a look at this body, and the the noise is significantly louder in the bedroom, and, you know, you're sitting there, you know, holding these financial statements. You go back in, you look, and Edlin's body is vibrating, just very, very lightly, but it's shaking. And I'm going to need you to roll Psyche.
0: Just a straight uh, battle roll?
1: Just straight, just straight hits on dice.
0: Negative one.
1: <laughs> okay, wow, all right. Uh, you're going to take five mental strains. As you watch, as his body kind of jerks upright and is shaking and out of the mouth crawls one of those massive hornets that uh, your compadres were talking about earlier.
0: I am currently in the downstairs apartment because F that, I am out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. You just straight up yeah, drop straight the floor. down
0: into the bedroom below me. Hopefully there's some coed getting nailed by her boyfriend. I can at least look at that for a second before I run out of there. <laughs> All right. Uh you drop through the floor. Go ahead give me
1: athletics. Uh to kind of catch yourself. Nine. Nine. Okay, you you catch yourself and you land uh in someone's bedroom. Uh looks like he's working on a working on a paper at the table. Looks over to you. What the hell? Huh? What who are you? Exasperatedly looking at you,
0: I would call an exterminator if I was you, and then I'm gonna <laughs> go out his front door,
1: just walk out the. Front. Yeah. Okay. Exasperatedly, he you know, is in shock, kind of does not know what to do. You're on now the sixth floor in six or outside of 643, same wing, just below. I'm presuming ambush and uh, ambush and camshaft are working their way up. Towards 7:43 at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go find a payphone so that I can call them back.
1: Payphone,
2: ground floor.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, I have some change in my pocket.
2: Hopefully. <laughs> okay. So, Amber, go ahead up there. I'll go ahead and knock on the door because at this point, I'm only expecting uh, <laughs> Chainsaw to be in there or Sawbones um, to be in there. Mm, uh, no answer. <laughs> Put my ear against the door. Uh, go ahead and give me some notice there. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly what I'm expecting. <laughs> Only one of my dial in on the table. <laughs> but instead, I rolled for nine. Okay. You can hear that same kind of droning
1: sound like you heard over at the apiary at uh, Cytosine.
2: So,
3: bees. In the apartment? I thought you said there was a fight.
2: There was a fight that I could see, but I hear the same buzzing we heard back at the genetics lab.
3: All right, let's see what Pebbles can see in there, and I'm going to take Pebbles out and shove them underneath the door.
1: You pop out your drone, slide it underneath the door, and your turn to make the psyche test as you're watching this on your heads-up display. Actually, Ambush, you can make that psyche test too, since you're right there on the heads-up display. I'll remind Ambush Minus you have been lovely yep. traumatized. <laughs> I'm I'm just scared of everything.
3: I got two hits on my psyche test.
1: Okay, so you're gonna take uh, you're gonna take two mental strain.
2: I actually rolled a two on one die. <laughs> That's great. So you rolled a two or rolled two hits? I rolled two hits.
1: Okay, so uh, in this case, you take two mental strain as well. Uh, as you're watching, you can see this... Um, de- uh, this It looks like it might have been Jeffrey Edlin, based on the, the LinkedIn pro, uh, uh, picture you saw earlier, kind of staggering, jerking through the living room. And every so often... I mean, you can see there are very open, gaping wounds, as if he has been punctured by something large. Every so often, one of these large... Like I said, you know, hornet-sized bees will pop out and start flitting around the room, and the drone just keeps getting louder. And it's coming towards the door, particularly coming towards your drone. Now, your drone's pretty nimble, and it's you can easily skitter it away, but it's coming towards the door.
3: Uh, I'd like to skitter the drone away, get it out of harm's way, but still um, be right on the other side of the door to keep the bug's attention, and I'm going to mm-hmm. tell uh, Ambush, holy shit, we need to get these people out of here. These bees are going to kill this whole apartment building. And I'm going to start uh, running down to the next neighbor and bang on the door really loud. Get out!
2: I'm just going to stop them. I'm, hold on. You said you said there were emergency doors at the end of the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bamf down to the end of the hallway. I imagine if there's emergency doors, there's got to be an alarm or a, uh, a fire alarm. Uh,
1: let's oh. go ahead. Let's drop into initiative at this point because oh. we got a lot going on. The so, beams for, have initiative. so for initiative, this is one of the few times, uh, or where you're actually going to be, uh, we're going to be using uh, vitals roll significantly, is initiative. So for initiative, you're going to roll your agility test. You're going to roll an agility test, and you're going to present that as a number of hits point the number of dice you roll so in my case I have Jeffrey Edland here and Jeffrey Edland only has an agility of two so I roll two dice and I got one hit on that so I so I have 1.2 does that make sense? 1.2 okay because I got hits point dice
3: one question for my character specifically I have the extra agility when I use a cybernetic arm Does that come Uh, into play on initiative?
1: For this, unfortunately, no. Um, uh, Because the way it works is you only get that bonus if you're specifically using your arm and nothing else. If it's a general action, uh, no, you don't get the bonus. So who do we have going first? So I rolled a 3.6. Ambush is going to go first at 3.6.
3: I have a 3.4.
1: A camshaft at a 3.4.
0: I have a 2.4. Kadia has a 1.5.
1: Edland
2: gets a two or 1.2. So since this is our first combat, could you just give a brief explanation of how you ordered these in that set? Uh, the idea is you get... It goes by the number of successes you
1: rolled, the number of hits you rolled, and that essentially the, the number of dice you rolled is a built-in tiebreaker. So if someone else got a 3.4, if one of my guys got a 3.3... We know Camshaft would go first because 3.4 is bigger. He had more dice to roll. And that way, initiative always falls to the favor of the person who's who's the quickest, the person who's rolling the most dice. Makes sense? So even if you don't do well on the roll, chances are because you're rolling more dice, you're still going to be you're still going to have a higher amount.
0: If there's still a tie at that point, if you had two people at 3.4, how does it get broken from there?
1: Uh, from there, uh, it actually it depends on depends on who it ties with. If it's a tie between one of you guys and me, I have to pay you dice to go first. If it's a tie between the two of you, you can go in. You can change an order from round to round. You can go in whichever order you choose.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So if Camshaft and Sawbones both had three point fours, you guys could say, okay, well, Sawbones, you go first this time, or Camshaft, you go first this time.
0: I like to think that right as this is happening their uh phones start to buzz as my page comes through <laughs> yeah probably do not right. enter the apartment bees <laughs> and it's just b b b b b rather than b <laughs> <laughs>
1: so i'm also imagining them ignoring their phones in uh in favor of the uh the things that are happening yeah. to them right now
0: but, but my
1: conscience right, so is clear this is true you've done your duty
2: well except for Katie. <laughs> Katie is now like why, why is he typing so many Bs? <laughs> I don't
0: understand this. <laughs> oh, God, right. he's had a stroke. B, 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 B. Now the key's stuck. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. So, ambush is up. Uh, in combat here, you... Um, when I first created the game, I, I had this weird Byzantine system of major and minor and move-type actions. It was very d and ish and it made no sense in the face of a superhero-type game. So I decided to simplify it. The basic premise is you get to do two things. Are they things? Can you do them? Do two of them. There are masteries and there are powers that will turn a thing into not a thing. So in, I think the only one we have on the table is... Uh, no, sorry, we have two. Ambush, you have a you have the free teleport once per round. Once per round, as you can teleport as not a thing. Kadia, you have chain fighting, which means that if you do certain things in combat, you get free uh, different maneuvers like stun and push and and entangle as not a thing. So uh, I think those are the only
2: two that we might run into. But uh, Ambush, you're up. Give me two things. So well. Three things, because I'm going to bamf down to the end of the hall. Sure. Is there a fire alarm there? Yeah, I mean, this is a big
1: high-rise apartment. There are fire alarms, you know, every, you know, 20 feet as mandated by the fire code.
2: Going to, just because I, you know, college student, I'm sure I'm aware of the whole fire alarms with the inkjet. I'm going to step to the side, so I'm not (laughs) directly in front of it, and Mm -hmm. basically just use one finger... To flip the fire alarm up so I can avoid getting sprayed by that little ink thing.
1: All right, so no worries there. Uh, you get a little bit on your hands. No big whoop. You're, yeah, I guess you're not wearing gloves right now. You're not in costume. Right. But sprays out, but fire alarm goes off. Weep, 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 Teleport, pull the fire alarm. you got another
2: thing left. BAMF back over to camshaft.
1: Sure thing. All right. Speaking of camshaft, you're right in front of the door. You've just gotten your uh, drone back under the door, so it is not in harm's way.
3: All right. So now that I heard uh, the alarms going off, I'm okay, I'm satisfied that people are going to be able to get out. So I'm actually going to start attacking. I'm going to use my cybernetic arm to basically smash down the door and you know just walk right in. What, okay.
1: Um. Go ahead. Just give me a straight str- uh, force test, and because you're using your arm, use your higher force. I believe that's eight dice for you.
3: That's right. Holy cow! Four success.
1: All right, not a problem. I mean, this it's a it's a cheap college uh, college level apartment. You you know, with your cybernetic arm, smash into the door, which swings back on its on its hinges, and you can see you know the. Uh, pseudo-zombified corpse of of uh, Jeffrey Edlin staggering towards you. It's not quite in melee range yet.
3: Okay, so can I... Is moving kind of a thing?
1: Moving is a thing, yes. Okay,
3: so I will move up to melee range then.
1: Okay, so you get up uh, ready uh, in melee with this thing. Cellbones, you're on the ground floor at the payphone.
0: So do I hear the, uh, the alarm go off?
1: Yes, uh... People are starting to evacuate.
0: God damn it. All right. Um, Most
1: most of the people here are are of the same mindset you are. It's like, really? We just had one of these three nights ago. Come on, people.
0: So I finished typing in my BBBBB comment. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that anaphylactic shock is a thing. I am a, a paramedic, so I will go back upstairs to make sure that the bees don't actually get any civilians. Okay. How are you going upstairs? Um... I guess I'll just be like, I'm a paramedic and like I'll old man Harrison ford my way through the crowd.
1: Okay. I mean, that's fine. The elevators will not work. You pulled the fire. alarm.
0: Right. Right. So yeah, i will be going up the stairs.
1: So you're going to be carting upstairs. All right. So running upstairs. Um, next round we'll take a, we'll take a nerve test to see about any exhaustion or the like gotcha. as you're dashing upstairs up seven flights of stairs.
0: I am a chain smoker.
1: Reckon, <laughs> this is I'm stopping every flight to take a puff too. We'll we'll, we'll deal with that in a moment. <laughs> Kadia, you are outside.
4: Yeah, I was outside across the street.
1: Yeah, you can see the uh, you can see the fire alarms blinking inside, and people start uh, heading out. Pretty much of all of the exits of the Oak Park Crossing building.
4: <sighs> Ugh. So I will just sigh. Ah. <sighs> and grab my bag mm-hmm. I'll go across the street and try to slip into the building and make my way upstairs
1: Alright, not a problem you do so Edland is up and you're in nice and in melee range so he's going to take a swing at uh, camshaft he has six mighty dice in um, in unarmed and that's going to miss as I fling dice across the room and wow, that will miss a lot. Okay, this thing thing being the operative term barely seems like it's, you know holding together and it barely swinging at you. Yeah, uh, camshaft, you dodge out of the way pretty easily.
3: So that will ba- be body of Mr. Edland. Yep, sure
1: it is. All right. so given that, we're at the top of the
2: round, so ambush, you're up. Uh, okay. I just realized I only have fists and I really don't want to punch this thing. Uh hmm I don't know what I should do. Decisions, decisions. I'm going to actually try to from from the doorway, can I I want to try to like teleport past the fight that's going on here mm-hmm. into the other room and sure. see if I can I want to see if I can spot the bathroom. And sure. find a bucket. Sure
1: thing. You can teleport into the kitchen, and then it's another quick bamf to the bathroom. Uh, go ahead, give me an investigation. See if you can find something that quickly. Am I looking for
2: details? <laughs> You're looking for a bucket.
0: <laughs> That's a very specific skill.
2: <laughs> find bucket. No, I didn't, I didn't grab that uh, specialty, unfortunately. Uh, awareness for eight. Not a problem. You find uh, what looks like... I mean, it's a college
1: student, it'll probably be a sick bucket uh, on the nights where he might be a little um, overdone-it. But, uh, yeah, you find one, no problem.
2: Wait, does this Edlin... Does the rotten body of Edlin look like he's pretty young, or...? It looks like he might have graduated college not too long ago. Okay. All right. Is that both my actions?
1: Let's see. Teleport, teleport, grab yeah, bucket. so... That's, that's one, three. two, three. Yeah. Yep. All right, so Camshaft, you're in melee with this Edland thing.
3: And there's there's still a bee uh, thing coming out of its face slash mouth?
1: Well, it's buzzing around the room right now,
3: but... Oh, okay, that that left already. So I'm just going to basically take a big swing, Um uh, as my cinematic arm is my right arm, right at his face. Sure thing. So I believe that's five dice? Uh, I believe so. Oh, nice. Four plus eight, 12.
1: Twelve, okay. Um, thirteen. 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 Is thirteen is actually what we call a total success. Total success uh, We in the past has kind of given you guys some extra um, uh, skill information. In this case, when, when we're in combat, that becomes a critical hit. Now, you have two choices here. You can deal just straight up double your normal damage, or you can narrate some other effect to go along with... Uh, to go along with it. Maybe you want to toss him out the window, maybe you want to um, fling him across the room, or knock him down, or something along those lines.
3: And would that just deal single normal damage? That would deal the normal damage, damage
1: but you get that extra effect.
3: Um, I feel like I just want to, you know, destroy this thing and make sure, sure it thing. never sees the light of day, so I'll do double damage.
1: Alright, so uh, you normally would roll 10 dice, you now roll 20 dice.
3: Oh my... Good thing I'm mm-hmm. doing this virtually. Indeed. Four.
1: Wow, that's not yeah. a whole lot at all. No. Uh, as always, you can you can choose uh, to reroll three dice to
4: reroll. Can I vote for a reroll there? <laughs>
2: yeah, I yeah. we have this we have the dice to spare. All right, so oh, th- three dice to reroll. That's much better.
3: Yes. Four. Oh, that'll do. Ten.
1: All right, brilliant. Okay. Uh, that, that actually brings him to his physical breaking point. I'm gonna go ahead and roll, uh, roll some nerve for him, which he fails spectacularly. All right. on the plus side for you, um, <laughs> we'll toss some more dice your way because you rear back with this cybernetic arm, you know highest bleeding edge technology you know unlike any in the world and you literally just punched through his chest. And as you're hanging there, about to pull back, that buzzing sound just gets louder and louder and more intense as his upper torso just kind of bursts into a swarm of these bees as they fill the room.
0: Whoops. (laughs) You have an action left,
1: and um, I need you and uh, Ambush to roll another uh, psyche test.
3: Crap your pants. That's
2: why I got away.
3: Uh, two successes.
1: Uh, that'll be another two Mental Strain. Uh,
2: one success. And that'll
1: be three for you, Ambush.
3: So for my second action, I think I'm just going to use the blaster on my arm to mm-hmm. fire, I, I think kind of wildly, but at some sort of clump of bees, if that would work.
1: Okay. Uh, go ahead. I mean, you're we're talking about firing into a... Giant swarm. So you were talking probably minimal effect.
3: And I, uh, you know, I was just really taken by surprise. I expected maybe one <laughs> or two, not a massive swarm. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, ten for the hit. Uh,
1: ten to hit. That is a hit. Um, that's gonna do one physical strain. All right. Giant swarm of bees spilling out through, filling the apartment, spilling out into the hall. Uh, who do we have up next? We have Sawbones, who is attempting to run up seven flights of stairs
0: while smoking.
1: Ch- while smoking, Chainsmoker smoker that he is. <coughs> Extra dice. <sighs> uh, go ahead, make a nerve test uh, to um, uh, just to represent your endurance, and we're going to mark that down by two dice because you're a chain smoker.
0: <laughs> two successes.
1: Okay, take three physical strain. And this is just pure exhaustion. You're like, oh god, running. I hate running. You make it up to the fifth floor between your two actions.
0: Right. Uh, While I'm going up the stairs, do I see anybody who looks like older? Not like elderly, but like forties, fifties, sixties.
1: No, like I said, most of the most of the patrons in this apartment are, are generally younger. They they cater specifically to the to the college students, uh, and there are people who are who are. Filtering down the stairs and yelling at you actively, like, dude, what do you do? go? Fire alarm!
0: All right, I'll blow smoke in their face. <laughs> and then, of course. And then hack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hockalugi down the, down the um.
0: The little place between all the emergency stairs. Emergency yeah.
1: stairwell. <laughs> all right, Kadia, you're up. You are changed into costume.
4: No, I don't think I would have. Okay. I have my gear with me, but I would yes. not have switched over.
1: Okay, sure thing.
4: So I ran across the street.
1: Mhm.
4: Everyone around me is exiting the building. Okay. All I can really do is find a stairway and go up to the seventh floor, so I guess I'll spend all my actions doing that.
1: Okay, are you trying to go into the building, or are you going up the fire escapes?
4: No, oh, if 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 I have an option of the fire escapes, I'll go up the fire escapes.
1: Okay, so you're going up the exterior of the building, heading up the uh, the that way the northwest wing fire escape. Doo doo do, do, do. uh, we're going to say you get to the second floor there. Okay. Uh, we are up to Ed, we're up to Edland's turn and Edland is now a giant swarm of of hateful bees. Who's inside the swarm? We have Camshaft inside the swarm, we have Ambush inside the swarm. I need each of you to make a nerve test.
2: Can I use defensive teleporting here?
1: Uh, the issue is it's it's not really one thing that you're attempting to dodge here. Because, you know, even if you teleport defensively, like you're blinking around the room, I mean, you're not really getting away from anything. But I couldn't potentially teleport across the street. Probably not from the bathroom. I don't imagine that there's a a window outside.
2: Uh, So what nerve you said?
1: Roll agility, sorry. Not nerve, agility. My apologies.
3: I'll just keep that same roll because it's the same number of dice. Yeah, sure.
1: (laughs) I'm sure you'd love to keep that, that awesome roll of two tens and an eight.
2: Yeah, I got a six.
1: Six hits? Okay. Six hits. Somehow, you know, waving your arms, firing your plasma uh, plasma blaster into the thing, uh, into the swarm, has kept them at bay for this round. As you stay in this room, the way the swarm works, it will deal automatic damage to you every time. Lucky for you, I rolled negative I rolled one on damage. You got a good roll this time. Um, it'll round that you're in the swarm and if you take a certain amount of damage from the swarm, you are poisoned and will start going into an anaphylactic shock. So Get out of there. That's my swarm. Ambush, you're up.
2: All right. I am going to teleport right over to Camshaft, Okay. and then I'm going to just put a hand on Camshaft's shoulder and teleport right across the street.
1: Okay. Not a problem. You bamf out of the building. You're now on top of the Euro place you were before.
2: I'm not sure there's much more we could do in there.
3: Well, we'll never get together with the other two. (laughs) Right, never see them again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is like a Game of Thrones plot. We keep passing.
2: We do see uh, we do see Kadia, don't we? Yeah, you can see Kadia going
1: up the fire escape from the from the room or
2: from the roof. I still have one action left. Give Katie a call. Oh. Uh, you whip out your phone. Uh, Kadya, your phone.
4: <laughs> Hello?
2: There's a swarm of bees upstairs. You probably don't want to head up to the seventh floor. Do you know where Sawbones went?
4: Uh, I think he's inside. Crap. <laughs> So, Sawbones,
1: (laughs) you're on the fifth floor. still going up.
0: Yep. Pant, pant, Trump. I want to stop on the sixth floor, though. Okay. And I want to go into the closest apartment to the stairwell.
1: Sure, that's uh, at 649.
0: Okay, I'm going to go to 649. I'm going to go to the kitchen, and I want to look for sugar.